I'm Laura Klopp, and in this podcast, Creating Safe Schools, I'll be exploring ways that teachers and administrators can make their schools as safe, welcoming, and affirming as possible. I'll interview members of the LGBTQ community to allow them to share their experiences and to allow us as allies to learn from them. I'll talk with legal experts, administrators, teachers, and we'll hear from the students themselves. Together, we can do our part to ensure that every student at school feels safe, confident, and secure. For more information on this topic, visit Creating Safe Schools. Today, I'm talking with Nafisa, who is bisexual and goes by the pronouns she, hers. Nafisa is in ninth grade and recently took part in a student walkout to protest Florida's new Don't Say Gay Bill. Welcome, and thank you for joining me. So to get started, Nafisa, just tell me a little bit about yourself, about your journey in or as a member of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, I realized I was bisexual when I was in fifth grade. Mainly, it was my friends who helped me figure that out because I didn't get any knowledge of the LGBTQ community whatsoever. So when my friends would mention, hey, I like this girl, I was like, whoa, you can do that? And that's when I started to realize, hey, I like girls too. And I ended up telling my mom before my dad. She was very supportive, very nice about it. And I came out to my dad recently, and he's also very supportive about it. That's good to hear that you had family support. I think that that can be one of the most difficult parts for adolescents and and children as they start to realize that they are members of the LGBTQ community is when they don't have that parental support. Was it difficult telling your parents? Yeah, but it happened both in car rides. So it was just- You were distracted. Yeah. That's a clever way to do it. Um, Like the people who take someone out to a restaurant to give them news, like, all right, we'll just do it out here so that you can't get too upset at me. But they weren't upset at all. Did you think they might be? Yeah, I thought that my dad would maybe be upset with me. Do your parents take part in PFLAG or any of the family groups that are supportive of LGBTQ youth? Um, Not that I know of. Now, at school, are you out about your identity at school? Yes. And how does that go for you? It goes both ways. I'm very supported by other members of the community. But at the same time, I'm called slurs and hated on. I get messages saying that they hate me. I should die. It really hurts. You get messages saying you should die? Yeah. From other students? Yeah. Do you talk to your administration and your teachers about that? Do you let them know that's happening? Yes, I do. But they've done nothing. They've done nothing? That's unfortunate. Do you know if your school's anti-bullying policy specifically has a provision for bullying on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity or gender presentation? I think it does. It does, but they're still not doing anything. Yeah, they've ignored every bully complaint I've ever asked them to look into. I'm sorry about that. Um, Do you mind telling me what school you go to? You don't have to. Uh, Bayside High School. Bayside High School. Um, that, that disappoints me. Bayside High School, you need to do better for your students. Um, so do you have some teachers who are supportive of you? Yeah, I do. I have a lot of teachers who are really supportive, actually. How do you know, as a student, when you're in school, especially, let's say, when it begins and it's a new school, new classes every year, new environment, 
How do you know which teachers you can depend on to be safe spaces? I mean, what are the things that tell you both overtly, like maybe a safe space sticker, but also in behavior and attitudes that a teacher is someone who's an ally and someone you can trust to, to be there for you? Well, of course, the, the sticker saying safe space is a huge indicator, but some teachers also have flags or they're just really open to talking or they'll tell you directly, hey, you can come talk to me if there's a problem. Do you know anyone at the school who has preferred pronouns that are different from their birth pronouns and how do teachers respond to that? Yes, I do. And the teachers usually ignore it and call them by their birth pronouns. It's too bad too. Does your school, does um, Bayside have a, a GSA? A what? Uh, Gay Straight Alliance or Gender Sexuality Alliance. Um, it originally stood for Gay Straight Alliance and then they started to recognize that maybe wasn't as inclusive a name and now they keep the initials because it can be recognized, but a lot of GSAs go by something closer to Genders and Sexuality Alliance or Guiding Spectrum Alliance. Does your school have basically a club to support the LGBTQ community? No. Hmm. Okay. That is also unfortunate. They said high school needs to step up. It's 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 game. Like this is uh, this is you're, you're you're the first student I've spoken with whose school does not have a um, a GSA. Is that something? It's it's proven in schools with GSAs that not only is the entire school environment more inclusive, but that it can be very helpful to members of the community who might not be willing to be out for their own, you know, whatever their own reasons are, they might want to keep their identity to themselves. But just knowing that there is that GSA at their school can still serve as a source of support for them. Um, would you like, after we're done talking, would you like some more information about it? If you might know a teacher that might be willing to be a sponsor and, and going about starting one for your school? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I will, um, I just, the entire website I created is about creating a GSA in a school, the benefits of them, ways to go about doing it. So I will link you up with that. And there's some statistics in there that can be very helpful for if your administration is not initially supportive. And additionally, it's illegal for a school to deny a GSA as long as you meet the requirements that other clubs meet like having a sponsor or whatever the whatever set forth for the requirements for your school's club formation, they can't prohibit you from having a GSA. There have been numerous court cases where schools have tried. They're always shot down in court. And in fact, Lambda Legal and the ACLU both are willing to come to a school's defense in court if the school, come to the student's defense in court if a school or school district tries to ban the creation of a GSA. So they literally can't stop you. Um, and taking it to court can be pretty good because when, if you need to, even the threat of a lawsuit frequently causes the school environment to get better because the last thing schools want is to get sued. So knowing that they could go to court and lose and spend a lot of money fighting something, but they're going to lose anyway, usually just the threat of it is enough to get it started. So I will get you all that information at a later, at a later point. So I'm interested because now that I hear that your administration has not been supportive when you've been pretty 
horrifically bullied, it sounds like. Um, and additionally, that you don't have a GSA at your school. Your school did have a protest of the Don't Say Gay Bill, right? Yes, we had two protests. Two protests. Tell me about this. So the first one was organized by some other kid a while ago, which was the first protest. And about the whole school showed up to show their support. There were some people that did not support, but came out anyway just to yell at us. So that was, that was something. And the second protest was organized by me. Not as many people showed up, but there still were supporters. And once again, there were still people that didn't support us yelling at us. Students? Yeah, students. And the administration did nothing. They just watched. They just let it happen? Yeah. That is definitely unfortunate. Um, so tell me about what steps you went through in order to plan your protest. Well, I sought out help from my friends, and I have really good friends who can spread the word quickly. So I got through them, and I was like, hey, let's have another protest on Thursday, because the last one was kind of a, kind of a flop. We were yelled at a lot, and maybe this one will work, you know? So I went through that. We all organized to bring flags or pride stuff. Or if you were just kind of insecure about that, you could still just show up anyway. And did you plan with your administration in advance? Yes, I talked to the dean the day of, actually. Oh, okay. And were they okay with it? Yes, they were okay with it. Did any teachers participate in your walkout, in either of the walkouts or protests? The first one. Teachers did participate? Yeah, in the first one. On, on the side uh, in favor of the students walking out, um, not in favor of the students yelling at you, uh, hopefully? Yes. Yes, okay. Okay, yeah, your school definitely sounds to me like a school that could um, very strongly benefit from a GSA. Knowing that so many students came out for that first protest, I mean, you know, there's, there's unfortunately always going to be some number of the student body who is not supportive. That is just a sad fact of our society right now. But the fact that so many students came out in support and that teachers came out in support, I feel like if you started a GSA and if you advertised it and if you had you know, a variety of interesting activities, I, I feel like there would be um, the potential for a good amount of support and maybe a change in the culture at the school because it sounds like the culture at the school needs to change. Um, that actually was one of the questions I was going to ask because another student had told me that at their protest, which was, you know, a lot of students came and it was a supportive protest, but that there were students that came with eggs and bricks to throw. And that actually resulted in their protest getting um, stopped by the administration, which again is unfortunate because instead of those specific people being removed from the situation so the protests can continue, they basically fulfilled their mission and that's too bad. Um, so your school sounds like it has a great deal that could be done to make it better, some of which you'll see when I direct you to the site later and we talk about the GSA after, after the interview is over. But just from what you know about the school environment, if school personnel, if your administration was to like suddenly magically want to make the school safer and more inclusive, 
if teachers who are supporters wanted to change the school environment, what things would make you feel the most supported and the safest if you saw your administration, if you saw the vast majority of your teachers doing them? Definitely starting a club, pride flags would definitely make me feel more inclusive in there. Um, overall, just being nice, stopping the bullying. Yeah, taking action on bullying, that would be a huge one. Yeah. I have just a suggestion, and this is something that actually just came to me the other day as something to do. I'm wondering if, and uh, maybe your parents could support this, maybe we could reach out to PFLAG, start some kind of a fund or something. But I, I wonder if we could arrange where, let's say, because a lot of teachers maybe don't know about the safe, I didn't know about the safe, I was a high school teacher, I didn't know about the safe space stickers. I was just a safe space. I mean, I tried to be. But I didn't know I could put a sticker up to it. I, I just had never seen them. I'd never heard of them. I totally would have had one, but I, it, it wasn't something I knew about. And um, I'm kind of wondering if it's something where basically there was enough for every teacher in your school. And if you just, you know, everyone just said to their teachers, hey, I have a safe space sticker for you if you'd be willing to put it up. The teachers who may not know about it. Now, some teachers may say, no, I'm not putting that up. I'm not a safe space. And then, you know, they're making it clear who they are and, and how much you can or can't trust them. But I'm guessing that there would be a lot of teachers who just don't think about putting one up who'd be like, sure, I'm a safe space. I'm happy to put one up. And one person I spoke with talked about how the more inclusive a school environment is overall, the, the less it becomes a, a place where there are certain safe spaces and the more it becomes a place where the school itself is a safe space because it's so universally accepted to be safe there. You could even go to your administrators and say, look, I really would appreciate if you would take more action against the bullying and that you guys would be safe spaces. They may say no, you know, they may, or maybe a teacher might be willing to do that for you. Go to the administration and say, hey, a lot of our kids don't feel safe. And whatever you believe about a student's personal life, you don't make a student feel unsafe because you disagree with something about how that student lives. I mean, that's just antithetical to what it means to be an educator. So I'm wondering if maybe some of the teachers that are supporters could talk to the administrators and say, some of these kids don't feel safe. We need to work to make them feel safer. And that that's something that could make a change at your school too. I'm really hoping you could get an active GSA going there and take those statistics to your administrators and really help them see how it would benefit the school as a whole. Um, I, I, I wanna follow, actually, can we um, arrange, like, I'm gonna get you that information when we're done talking. And then can you keep me updated on the progress? If need be, I can talk to someone at the school I've got a lot of information. I can connect people with people who might be able to provide more information as you get it started. And you know, maybe this is could be a real source for change. And then I'd like to follow your journey of working to create a GSA at your school and what roadblocks you might hit and how you might overcome those roadblocks with help, of course, not you alone. And getting to the point where you end up able to 
create that club that would serve as this source of support. So would you be willing to have a sort of ongoing conversation with me as that process is underway? Yeah, definitely. That would be that would be awesome. And then just, you know, just casually text, hey, I talked to my principal today or email and, you know, this happened. Hey, can you give me some more information? Or maybe there's another principal who has a GSA at their school who could talk to your school's principal and say, look, this is really a good thing for your school. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways it can be approached to help your administration. Hopefully your administration is only acting through maybe a lack of awareness of, of the negative effects that their behavior is having rather than deliberate malice. I mean, that, that would be my wish. And if they are acting just out of an absence of information and not malice, providing that information could really make a huge amount of difference. And then we could do a follow-up audio interview for the podcast, maybe once your GSA is up and running to really talk about that whole process all the way through. I think, I think that would be an excellent resource for people who are in schools who are in your very uh, situation right now, whose schools don't have a GSA, but who feel like that would be a really good addition to their school. Okay, and then I wanna ask you this. So the Don't Say Gay Bill is basically, a lot of people have interpreted it as intending to shut down conversations in schools about people who have sexual orientation or gender identity that the legislators don't feel are, oh, I don't know, whatever, for whatever reason, people are anti-LGBTQ, which I still don't understand. Um, let's say you could speak to a legislator one-on-one. Let's say you had someone who voted for this bill in front of you, and let's say they would actually listen to you and what you had to say about how this affects you as a young person in school, how it affects your worldview, how it affects your sense of safety, how it affects your sense of belonging in the school and in Florida, what would you say? I would tell them that saying gay and speaking about it or teaching about it is something that needs to happen because as a fifth grader who had no idea what the LGBTQ community was, I feel like that would have been way more helpful, just the knowledge of it in general. I remember crying on my floor at night, wondering what was wrong with me because I didn't get the education that this wasn't a bad thing. I would love if they would actually teach kids to help them find themselves and no more kids would be crying on the floor wondering if they are okay or not. What future do you want to see in schools? You just included part of it, which is education, like not pretending that a subsection of our population doesn't exist or isn't okay, but acknowledging and affirming that there are differences in how people view a vast number of aspects of who they are and that those differences should be accepted and appreciated and taught about. What else would you like to see in the future in schools for LGBTQ youth and adolescents? I would like to see more inclusion, more action against bullying. Just 
overall protection because right now I feel very unprotected. I was called slurs from across the campus in front of the principal and they did nothing. I would just like to see that kids are safe and they aren't threatened with harm every day. I'd like to see that too. I would like that for you and I would like that for every student who's threatened because of who they are. And, and I would like to see every administrator and every teacher step up to be the protecting person that they're supposed to be as a school official. So I'm with you on that. Very powerful. Thank you for telling me your experience. And hopefully we can get what needs to be done to get that, that GSA started at your school. Oh, and please keep in touch. In addition to as you start your GSA, just please keep in touch if something happens at school that you really feel like you need to share or talk about. If there's an experience of bullying where you need to garner community support, where you feel like you need to be uplifted, reach out and I can make your voice heard about that. And if you know other members of the LGBTQ community at your school who would like to talk with me and share their experiences, I would love to talk with them and give them a voice and a platform as well. The podcast is new, but it's getting views and it's or listens and it's getting hits and and people are listening and and it's going to grow and more people will listen and more people will hear your story. So if something happens in the future that you'd like to share, please reach out to me. Thank you. Have a great day. That's it for me today. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. Please join me next time as I speak with more students in Florida who are experiencing the repercussions of the new Don't Say Gay Bill. Have a great day and stay safe. Please leave a comment and share this podcast with your friends. Together we will create safe and welcoming schools.